Hello and welcome to the second episode of Ride the Rails with Andy B. Today I'm in conversation with Mark Smith, the man in seat 61, about one of their most hidden gems of rail travel, the infamous or soon to be famous rail sail. So good afternoon, Mark. How are you doing? Hello. So, Mark, what is rail sail? Well, uh, one of the greatest, uh, best kept secrets of uh, tra international travel from Britain. Um, they are combined through combined tickets covering both a train and a ferry to Ireland, to the Isle of Man uh, and to the Netherlands. All on huh? one ticket for one inclusive price. And what, what's the advantage of that, say, over and above buying separate tickets? Well, first up, uh, certainly to Ireland, it's a lot cheaper. Uh, an affordable airline competitive price of uh, from, say, £44.50 between London and Dublin, covering both the train to Holyhead and the onward ferry. Plus, of course, it also safeguards your connections. Uh, you're not buying a separate ticket. So if the ferry was late coming back, for example, you've, you're, you're fine. You, you can still continue on any later available train. Okay, now that seems to be a bit of a theme. When we were chatting about Eurostar last week, again, the connections and the guaranteed connections cropped up. So you think that's one of the big selling points of a rail sale is the, not, not, not so much guaranteed connections, but if the connections missed, you're re-protected onto the next service. It's one of them. I mean, the big selling point is how easy it is just to buy a ticket from London to Dublin or anywhere in Britain to Dublin or anywhere in Ireland, all on one ticket at an attractive price. Uh, one of the other attractions is that you're protected for misconnections. That's a sort of a, a byproduct, if you like, okay. but it's certainly one worth having. Sure. Now, I, I always find it kind of interesting that, you know, some people may view our focus on missing connections as a negative, but actually, it's it's a rea reality of train of tra train travel. Very rarely do I miss a connection, but it's always great to have that comfort that if something does go wrong, you know you're not going to be left out on a limb. Well, it's it's a plus over air travel because if I bought a rail sale ticket from my local station, had the maintained Parkway to Dublin, I'm covered for misconnections all the way to Dublin. But if I flew and I took a train into London and then a train to Heathrow or and then took a flight, I wouldn't be covered for misconnection between the train and the flight. Yeah, absolutely. So um, no, that's a, that's a, that is actually a very good selling point of these combined. Combined tickets. Um, so you you mentioned mentioned the routes. Um, so you mentioned the Harwich to Hook of Holland, uh, which I believe that is probably your most frequented rail sale route. Um, and then you mentioned the ferries over to Ireland from both Holyhead and also not not forgetting I believe there's a rail sale from Fishguard as well if I'm if my mind serves me. The sail rail to Ireland is really extensive you can buy a ticket from any station in Britain to any station in Ireland via uh, Cairn Ryan to Belfast right up in the north uh, which is obviously the route you choose for going from Edinburgh to 
Dublin or Edinburgh to Belfast. You can buy one from any station in Britain to any station in Ireland via Hollyhead to Dublin. Uh, and you can also buy a ticket from anywhere in Britain to Rosslare via the ferry from Fishguard. So it's it's a really extensive service. It's really um, it's really a question of knowing that it's there and knowing which websites to book it on because you can't book it on every train booking website. You can book it on a lot of them, like Avanti uh, Avanti West Coast website will book tickets to Ireland. So will Arriva Trains. Sorry, wash my mouth out. Transport for Wales Trains <laughs> website. <laughs> It's so difficult at times, isn't it, to keep up with, with all the changes in the, the, the UK rail scene. We struggle, scene. we struggle. <laughs> so how, how, how does the ordinary traveller, if we struggle? It's one of, one of the great mysteries, the UK rail system. Uh, so do, do you think the relative invisibility, it's the invisibility of the product that's meaning not as many people are taking advantage of rail sale. Absolutely. It, it is a secret. Uh, it's not right at the core of what train companies are trying to sell, nor is it at the core of what the ferry companies are trying to sell. Um, it's there, but you have to know about it. And one of the things I set out to do on seat61.com is bring it to people's attention. And I've got a whole page about getting to Belfast from Britain by rail and sea, and a whole page about getting to Dublin and Ireland by rail and sea. Uh, and I've tried to put that information out there because once you know about it, um, mm -hmm. it's amazing how many people want to use it. They just don't know it's there. Well, certainly when I've done Hollyhead to Dublin and chatted to people in the departure departure lounge at Hollyhead, who had obviously come off the train up from London or from Manchester. Um, I actually did a bit of a survey, just, <laughs> just went up to people and said, hello, I'm just curious, um, you're taking this trip, how did you hear of the trip? And half of them said, oh, there's this man, he's got seat 61. So we heard of it through him. So I think there they should go. be giving One you a person can make a difference. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And, I, and I, it is about bringing this product to people's attention. Absolutely. I do, I do hope that the operators recognise you, Mark, for doing this for them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so as, as I mentioned, the Harwich to Hook of Holland, I think, is your most frequented route. Uh, I, 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 but as I recall, you told me quite often you do do it with with the car, for, with the family going to visit relatives in the Netherlands. Uh, but I know we, we've done it a couple of times ourselves uh, over to Hook of Holland. Uh, I don't, do, do you remember the time we did it for, <laughs> it's probably about 10 years ago. Is it 10 years ago uh, when the Fira train was being launched in the Netherlands? Uh, oh, gosh, it probably was uh, about that long ago. But um, yeah, you're right. The, the, the Harwich Hook service is an absolutely excellent ferry and the rail sale offer gets you a ticket from London or any station in Greater Anglia to Amsterdam or any station, any Dutch railway station in the Netherlands, all on one ticket for one inclusive price. And the great thing about this is there's an overnight service where you can leave central London at 19.32, half past seven in the evening, sleep on the boat. You get on the boat about nine o'clock at night, you arrive in the Hook of Holland about eight o'clock next morning, Dutch time, and you're in Amsterdam at about 10 
So it's actually really convenient, really time effective. Uh, and I think a Friday night rail sale to Amsterdam and then a Sunday afternoon Eurostar back is probably the best deal for a weekend away in the Dutch capital. Well, that, that's quite an interesting combination. I hadn't really thought, really thought about doing that combination. Yeah. And with Eurostar now doing the non-change return journey, that makes the return journey quite a seamless trip as well. It yeah. certainly does. And it's it's good value because the London Amsterdam rail sale ticket is £55. And you need to book a cabin with that. And they start at, a, at just £35 for a single cabin with satellite TV, uh, an ensuite shower and toilet. And when you think of what a hotel room costs in London or Amsterdam, that can be quite a saving. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And on, on the return, on the Eurostar out of Amsterdam on a Sunday, um, am I right in thinking that there is a late afternoon? Is it about four o'clock? Yeah, it's about four o'clock in the afternoon. I mean, we're in the middle of the pandemic at the moment sure. and uh, yeah. all bets are off. But uh, when we get back to normal, they should be providing a uh, Sunday afternoon service that will get you back to London Sunday night, uh, bright and bushy eyed for work on Monday morning. <laughs> fantastic fantastic um with with the um overnight crossing um i i know when we've when we've done it we've booked dinner to have dinner on the ship uh which for me was one of is one of the highlights of a, the traveling experience um we again am i right in thinking that we had we we got on board the ship went to the cabin and then actually sat down for dinner before the ship left dock. Is that how that works? Yeah, because you, you get on board the ferry at about nine o'clock at night. She doesn't sail till, till gone 11. Yeah. So you can get on board, settle into your cabin and then go and uh, go and have uh, a late dinner in the restaurant. There's two restaurants. There's the self-service and there's the waiter service. And if you add, if you add the meal to the booking it'll be in the waiter service one which is the food is actually quite nice and a good yes, selection yeah. of wine as well yeah and yeah. a nice environment and uh, it's it's absolutely lovely way to travel and of course you can also add breakfast next morning uh, at a, a buffet mm -hmm. um, stuff yourself with egg and bacon although uh, you might just want to get some sleep and uh, <laughs> pick something up when you get on dry land Indeed. Oh, it, it must be three or four years since I, I've done the crossing. The, one of the things that sticks out in my mind is the rather loud announcement by the lady saying that well, you have arrived in the Netherlands, which rouses you from your from your sleep. Is, is she still shouting at you in the morning? You won't oversleep. Let's put it this way: you won't uh, <laughs> oversleep and find your way sailing back to the uh, back to Britain. But uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they I, used to play Don't Worry, Be Happy. That used to be the way. Yes, yes, I, yes, I, yes. I think it still is on one of the ferries, but not one. Of the, it's either the Dutch ferry or the British ferry that plays that, but the other one doesn't. I can't remember which way it is. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, yeah, what a way to start the day. Um, so with, um, over over in the, the Hook of Holland, uh, things have changed in the last couple of years. Uh, originally, the, the train used to be waiting for you right next to the ferry to take you into Rotterdam. But is it a tram or is it the metro that's been extended out there now? 
it's the metro. I mean, things have changed because I can remember way back when there'd be an express to Moscow sitting next to the quayside uh, for the ship to come in, or at least a through sleeping car to Moscow and uh, trains to Berlin and Cologne and all sorts. Um, that became a schedule, a normal train just going to Rotterdam, and it's now become a metro. The good news is the metro is going to be more frequent than the train. It'll get you to a station called Skidam, Rotterdam, and uh, that'll get you onto an intercity to Amsterdam. So it's still well connected. And the, the, the metro station is right next to the ferry. So you just have to, it's a stone's throw coming off the ferry and walking onto the metro. And compared to an airport, it's an absolute breeze. And is the metro ticket included in the price? Yep, the through ticket includes the British train, the ferry, the metro, and the onward Dutch train. So it's all, all on one booking. Excellent. This, this that really is integrated transport at its best. It is. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, another, uh, which would you say is more popular, the, the rail sail to the Netherlands or the rail sail to Ireland? <laughs> well, that's, that's very difficult to say. Um, I mean, they're both, they're both incredibly popular. They're both great products. Um, take your pick do you prefer the emerald isle or the netherlands <laughs> yeah no um with the going across to ireland um i've always done it as a daytime so they either from manchester or up, up from london so taking the morning train up to hollyhead and then the afternoon sailing across uh both with irish ferries and stenner because uh, they both leave about the same time. Is that yeah? Yeah. yeah. On, the, on Mondays to Saturdays, the nine ten off uh, London Euston, nine nine thirty, I think it is off Milton Keynes. That's quite handy for me. Will get you straight to Hollyhead, and then you've got a choice of ferries leaving sort of twenty minutes apart. The Stenner Line, uh, the Stenner Adventurer, or the Irish Ferries Ulysses, both getting you into Dublin Port about the same time. Um, I'm both ferries are good. Um, I, I like the Irish ferries Ulysses. It's got a really good uh, club lounge up front with a forward view over the bridge. Complimentary wine and smoked salmon canapes. Um, I think that costs an extra 18 euros to sit in there, but it's well worth it. I mean, it's an absolutely lovely way to get to Ireland. Um, and it's a nice train journey along the North Wales coast. Yes. Too. Yeah. Um, yep. Past Conway Castle and uh, all sorts of the North Wales. Uh, beaches um, yep. it's a lovely run and it is my favorite way to reach to reach Ireland yeah I, I, it's, I have to say there's a it has a charm about it um, is, is it the same is it the same price to take Irish ferries or Stena near as damn it they're, they're separate routings mm -hmm. uh, so separate tickets but the prices are pretty much the same yeah and again with with Stenner they have a club a club uh, lounge as well um i seem to remember with with Stenner though the service they have a waiter service so you can order meals uh but they they weren't as generous with the freebies am i right in recalling that 
Oh, we've used the Stena Plus. I've used the Stena Plus Lounge on the Stena service as well, and that's that's good. I mean, that's uh, that's got complimentary wine, tea, coffee, and snacks as well. Uh, don't remember any smoked salmon on, the, on that one. Well, <laughs> I, we, I, we're getting into details here, Andy. <laughs> Irish Ferries wins the day, I think, on that one. Definitely. Um, then I. For, for me, I know very little about the fish guard to Rosslare. Uh, is the ship on that as big as the one on the Hollyhead to Dublin? Not quite, but it's still it's still got uh, cabins, restaurants, bars, open deck, and you can still buy the rail sail tickets from anywhere in Britain. But in this case, only to Rosslare. They used to do. Um, onward tickets to anywhere in Ireland, but the train connections at Rosslare aren't quite as good. There is a there is a railway station yep. uh, and there's a line, line up to Wicklow and Dublin, um, but they've they've stopped doing the through fares to beyond Rosslare. Oh, that, that, that's a shame because that, that train ride from Rosslare up to Dublin, I'd say is one of the, the nicest rides in the Republic. It is nice. I mean, you can still do it, um, but it requires a separate ticket, which is which is easy enough. You can either buy it when you get there or buy it at the Irish Railways website. Well, if the rail sale gurus are listening or the gods of rail sale, we'd like three tickets to Ireland, please. I think that's our request for today. Fire or slayer, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, other other options. You, you mentioned the Isle of Man. Uh, as another rail sail com combination. Uh, that one, you have a choice of Liverpool or Haysham near... Yeah, those Morgan. are the yeah. two ferry routes. It's a, it's a fast ferry that they've got from uh, Liverpool and a conventional ferry from uh, Haysham. These, these rail sail, another well-kept secret, of course, these rail sail fares aren't quite as good value as the one to Ireland. <laughs> and in this particular case, you can sometimes get a better deal by buying an advanced purchase fare on Avanti West Coast uh, up to Liverpool and then a separate ferry ticket. So that's, that's worth checking both ways to book that. But if you're travelling at short notice, uh, or you want the flexibility, then um, buying these rail sale tickets is worth looking at. So I, 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 did, I wonder what the reasoning is behind that, that they're not as competitive as the Isle of Man. Uh, it's a completely different product design, probably mm. by somebody else. But uh, it's worth mentioning, if you want to have a look at uh, through fares to the Isle of Man, you can book them at raileurope.com. Okay. Um, and I think you can also book them on a, the Avanti West Coast website as well. Right, right. And the the fast ferry out of Liverpool, um, when, when we were just talking about the Irish Sea crossing to Dublin, we, we didn't mention that there is a fast ferry option as well. Um, but I personally don't recommend the fast ferry option because of vulnerability to the weather uh, with cancellations uh, and the big ships and <laughs> they are certainly big ships ride the weather fantastically well so any, anybody who's a little bit seasick I think the the traditional ferries is the way to go across Absolutely, I'd echo that. Um, I can't remember whether Irish ferries are going to bring their fast ferry back. It went down to summer only, but and it, and it cost an extra five pounds to use it. But I definitely stick with the 
uh, conventional ferry, save that five pounds and you know the, the conventional ferry is going to operate whatever the weather. They're pretty much all weather reliable. In fact, probably more, more reliable than some airports. Yes, yeah, um, no, definitely. And also that five pound you've saved can go towards entrance to the club lounge on the ship. Absolutely. <laughs> um, with um, the, the cross cross channel to the Channel Islands, uh, I was doing a little re little bit of research before our chat today, and I couldn't find any mention of rail sail on Condor. They've gone. They've right. Gone. They used to exist. Used to be from any station in Britain to the Channel Islands, but they went quite a few years ago. So now you need to buy a separate ticket, separate ticket for the train, and a separate ticket for the Condor ferries from either Paul, where they've got their fast ferries, in fact, very big fast ferry, mm -hmm. uh, called the Condor Liberation, and the conventional ferry sails out of Portsmouth. Um, it's still it's a lovely way to get to the channel islands and i've got details about how to book both parts of that journey uh, on the c61 channel islands page it's just a shame that you can't book the combined ticket anymore yes yeah, so um clearly clearly mark you're a fan of the rail sail combination i wonder if again if anyone's listening who can put a, a word in the ears of condor ferries um to bring back a rail sale. Uh, there's, there just seems like there's a missed, missed opportunity here to have a UK nationwide to Ireland nationwide and the Channel Islands and the Isle of Man combined attractive prices. Well, there's an appetite now for no fly low carbon travel yeah. so maybe it's the maybe the time is now right to bring back some of these things that we always had uh for decades uh leading up to the current time um the time is definitely right to bring them back so pr progress see has seen off sensible <laughs> ticketing options so perhaps with the great reset post-covid we will we will see a change I, I was going to say we'll see a sea change, but I don't know if we should say that. <laughs> um, the other, the other one that I, I I I like and I'm looking forward to doing after lockdown is exploring some of the Scottish islands. And I know ScotRail do combined tickets with the Calmac ferries to the various islands. Um, have, have Have you taken advantage of any of those crossings? I haven't. I'm I'm such a southerner. Much as I love the Highlands, I've never had cause to head out to some of the islands, and perhaps I ought to. Um, I think these can be booked on the ScotRail website, can't yes. they? Yeah. Again, yeah. Yeah. these sail rail products are so often only available on certain sites. Uh, in this case, ScotRail.co.uk is the place to go. Yeah. So again, it's as I as I prefaced our conversation, um, saying these are hidden gems you know it's almost as if the the companies are embarrassed that they're offering this product I'd... it is it is and it's it's but they're, they're they're all worth finding out about because they're all affordable and just so much nicer than going to an airport and getting on a plane yeah yeah absolutely and if people are wanting to cut their carbon emissions again it's a, a just a great way of doing it and the, the ferries themselves ferries in the past had a bad reputation as being quite polluting um 
the have, have they introduced the new ferries now on the um, Hollyhead Dublin, the ones that are more eco-friendly? Danaline have got quite a few of those. Now, they were first coming into service on the Birkenhead, Liverpool to Belfast route. Um, I think one of them is going to end up on the Hollyhead Dublin route. Um, but in point of fact, uh, the emissions for a foot passenger because so much of the emissions of a ferry are down to carrying freight, the marginal emissions for a foot passenger are really low. So you also cut your emissions by taking a ferry as opposed to flying as well. Right. It's not just yep. the train that reduces your, your emissions. Okay, so it's the rail sale is the green way to go, definitely. Um, with there, there are other ferry routes out of the UK, which don't have rail sail again as far as I've done in my research so the, I'll just list them so we have Brittany ferries traveling across to France and Spain uh, we have the Hull to Rotterdam and the Newcastle to Amsterdam um, do, do any of those offer rail sail they don't but it's easy enough to book them as a separate ferry crossing and the ferries from Hull and Newcastle are overnight to the Netherlands so they're time effective they're very comfortable with your own cabin uh, and restaurants and bars uh, and of course we're now seeing sleeper trains from Amsterdam again so you can easily leave Newcastle or Hull in the evening spend the following day seeing the de seeing uh, Amsterdam and then catch a sleeper to Vienna or Innsbruck or Munich um, so it's quite it's it's a good way to reach the continent without having to schlep up to London. Yeah, there are, no, yeah, I hadn't really kind of figured that. Um, the the night the night trains are leaving from Amsterdam. That, so you if you do they stop in Utrecht as well? Yeah, they do. Okay, that's. I've got to say that's that's actually. I prefer Utrecht to Amsterdam. Don't want to say that too loudly, but I always think Utrecht's more civilized than Amsterdam. It's it's a beautiful city, and not a lot of tourists know it because, yeah. as far as tourists concerned, there's there's only one city, isn't there, Amsterdam? But there's actually a lot more to the Netherlands. Yeah. Uh, just, just we must say that uh, Mrs. Seat sixty one is from the Netherlands originally, so we always always have a soft spot for the Netherlands when we when we speak with Nick, don't we? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's over from the uh, the east of the country near the German border, right? So is would is it Enschede? Forgive the pronunciation. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. It, is that about the furthest point you can use a rail sale ticket to in the Netherlands? It probably is. Yeah, I can't think of. Uh, maybe you can get further to the north, but certainly it isn't just Amsterdam. It's any Dutch Railways NS station, which if you're going to Groningen or somewhere like that, it can be even better value. And did they, did they, uh, how, how, I'm trying to think how the tickets are issued. Could, could could you be creative and fit in a night in Amsterdam and carry on the next day to your final destination in the Netherlands? Not really, because they, 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 the rail sale to the Netherlands is now booked in uh, quite an interesting way. You make the booking on the Stenerline website, 
standaline.co.uk and they give you a code to use on a special Dutch Railways page where you book uh, you book your ticket and print it out for the Dutch train part of the journey. Ah, so right. you'd be booking that for a particular day, so yep. you wouldn't be able to overnight uh, in Amsterdam. Okay, and the so do you don't is it then an e-ticket that you get for the Dutch Railways part of the journey? Yeah, you get a print at home ticket, and the, with any luck, the barcode should operate the uh, the ticket gates at uh, at stations. You knew what you knew where I was coming from with that. I knew question. where you were going, Andy. Yes, with yeah. that. But, so, uh, no, it should should all apart from having to make a separate booking. Uh, it's all part of the same price, the same through fare. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you'll get you'll get a barcode that will be fully compatible with Dutch Railways ticket gates. So, for anybody who hasn't travelled in the Netherlands in the past three or four years um, it's very much gone to a smart card concept um, and I know with interrails they can be a, a little bit of a pain using them in the Netherlands trying to get get in and out of the stations um, so think, finger, fingers crossed our rail sale Dutch flyer will have you flying through the ticket gates hopefully <laughs> um, Mark just just to just to round up this chat about rail sale, um, where would you like to see rail sale in 12 months' time? Well, I'd like to see it fully back up and operating, of course, because uh, we've, we've, we've got some glitches at the moment on the rail sales in the Netherlands due to the pandemic. Um, they did briefly suspend rail sale to Ireland at the height of the lockdowns so hopefully um, when we when we've got this pandemic behind us I'd like to make sure that uh, the various managers put it all back fully working the way it should do <laughs> yeah I, 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 I echo that um, who, actually who actually drives the rail sale is it the ferry companies or the train companies who are the main it's driving force? the train companies. I mean, it, right. for, for rail sales in the Netherlands, it's a joint operation between the Dutch Railways, Stenaline and um, Greater Anglia. For rail sale to Ireland, it's managed by Arriva Train. And I wash my mouth out again. <laughs> Transport for Wales. Yeah. And, uh, uh, of course, it's jointly with the ferry companies. The ferry companies can sell rail sale tickets, and so can the train company. In fact, they're sold on two different systems, because what uh, Transport for Wales does is they create uh, a timetable for the ferry in the rail industry system. Uh, they are given an allocation of uh, places on the ferry by the ferry company, and they load those onto the rail industry reservation system as right. if it was a train. And that, what that means is that uh, any major station uh, in Britain can sell you a ticket from your local station to Ireland uh, as if it was a, a train service, um, so it's all integrated. So you could turn up to Haddenham and Tame Parkway Station and ask for a return to Cork? I'd like to see the face on the booking <laughs> clerk when I ask that. But in principle, yeah, Haddenham and Tame Parkway could issue a through ticket from Haddenham to uh, Cork uh, on the machine that they use in, in the normal booking office. Absolutely. OK, fantastic. I, I, I think we should set a challenge for the most obscure journey. So perhaps from Wick to, I don't know where the most remote station in Ireland is, but <laughs> just it'd be interesting to see how many tickets are sold on that route. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's it, 
rail sale is something that I think both myself and Mark will be working on over the next year to try and raise its profile. It certainly needs that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Great. Mark, thank you very much for enlightening us about the hidden gem of rail sale. And hopefully we'll be able to get on board again in the not too distant future. Hope thanks. So. Thanks for your time, Mark. Talk soon. Cheers. <laughs>